You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and hot today with only a small chance of any one spot getting a shower this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 94. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny with only isolated afternoon storms. The high, 95. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 73 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Stoffmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. I got a couple calls. I uh, want to get in on the conversation. So let's bring in Pat uh, on the Alabama One Hotline. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, good morning. Hey, you know, they, they keep saying coaches slipping, you know. I mean, and, uh, hey, I just got through reading a story that uh, says that uh, coaches uh, now, uh, hey, oh, we can talk about a five-star Friday. <laughs> That's a good one. But, uh, hey, well, let's talk about Kamari, McC- uh, the number one corner in the country. Caleb, the number one safety in the corner, I mean, in the class. Hey, can you see this morning? Hey, I'm looking at the possibility that coach is going to bring in the number one defensive backfield ever that he's ever recruited. Did you hear what I just said, Martin? The number one defensive backfield he's ever recruited. What do well, you I mean, think, if, he get, if he get those guys, uh, he's definitely well on his way to uh, signing the highest rec- one of the highest recruited defensive backfield classes uh, out there, sort of, you know, like he did. Uh, with this, uh, Pat, uh, with this defensive backfield kind of be the equivalent of the Judy Ruggs, uh, uh, Devontae Smith class. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, absolutely. Uh, X, what do you think about this? And, uh, you brought it up yesterday that, uh, about Kamar McLean and then darn if it didn't just take off like a, 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 a rocket as far as, uh, Oh, these type of rumors. What do you think, X? I, I definitely think Alabama has a good chance to get uh, Kamara McLean as well as Caleb Downs. Uh, I know Justice Haynes is good friends with Caleb, and uh, after Caleb announced that he will he will be committing on the twenty seventh, Justice was one of the first guys tweeting at him to say, "Come on, Alabama!" So I think that's a big help and a big part of what could potentially go down with that signing as well. Oh yeah, I mean it's just it's just uh, 
it's like an avalanche uh, that, you know, and everybody was, you know, talking so bad about Coach Saban uh, not uh, having these schools having 15, 20 recruits in Alabama, uh, you know, being outside the top 20, you know, the top 20 in recruiting. But uh, people don't understand recruiting is a process and uh, to get these blue chip players, hey, it, it, it takes a little time. But uh, I mean, I'm just, whew, wow, we got to have to have, we got to have thicker sunglasses more in Houston. Yeah, uh, Pat, I, I think that uh, what people are going to begin to realize is that with the new summer commitment engagement, Saban isn't taking as many guys uh, early as he used to. He he's getting them in camp, and then he he has this mad push right before the football season, where he gets commitments and positions himself going into the senior season of these top recruits to get them in December. So I think in some ways it's interesting he sped up his calendar meaning that he's recruiting guys a lot earlier, but he shrunk his calendar in terms of when he's allowing commitments to happen. I think that, I think that Saban could open it back up and start accepting commitments a lot earlier if he gave out more committable offers. I think he's, I think he's saying, Hey guys, I want to see you back in camp one more time to evaluate. I think that was his adjustment coming out of COVID. Uh, are going through COVID, and I think he may stick with that. Uh, closing gotcha. thoughts, Pat, before I let you go, man. No, no, I absolutely have a blessed weekend, Martin Houston, U2X, Barrow, and, uh, and our great man is pushing buttons, doing a fantastic job. Hey, oh, uh, then listen to a cup of Joe at uh, 11 o'clock. All right, have a good one. Bye bye. Appreciate that. Look at Joe Gate, the Cup of Joe, getting a shout out there. And if you don't know what Cup of Joe is, hey, uh, you guys go ahead and stay tuned uh, till about 11 o'clock, Cup of Joe. Uh, And, and, you know, Joe, have you had anybody ask you what that means? No, and actually, no. Uh, I haven't, Martin. I'm, I'm I'm using that as kind of the main main name of the show, but I'm kind of – yeah, you know one one of my favorite shows is is the Dan Levitard show, and they kind of re, they kind of use about five or six different names, and so I'm kind of doing the same thing uh, with using yeah. also Midday Madness, using uh, yeah. playing off the uh, playing off the old uh, Bo Jackson commercial, Bono Sports, Jono Sports, you know, just trying to come up with different little things yeah. to kind of keep it fresh. Yeah, I mean, I love it when I saw the name, you know, like thinking, you know, anybody that knows that term and uses that term like as a part of their day will totally get it. Like, like, man, those people who have to have their coffee, they can't get going until they get their cup of joe in them. So I'm drinking mine right now and I'll be drinking it all day, almost all day long, honestly. Right, right. So, so, so you kind of play off of that whole whole thing of, of of get your morning, even though you've been going a little bit, you have to get that midday cup of Joe to keep things going, so you can make it through the long haul. So let's <laughs> let's get to Curtis for uh, the second. Curtis, you're in with the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier. What's up, you guys, sir? Hey, good morning, fellas. 
Hey, I just want to uh, bring back up the Jimbo Fisher thing uh, from yesterday. Go right ahead. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm just confused. I mean, you know, a month ago, whatever it was, I think it was two months ago, actually, but uh, he says all these things about him being a narcissist, a liar, <laughs> learning from only Bobby Bowden and all that, to what he said yesterday. And I'm like, man, what? What is going on in this guy's head? I, I, I'm confused, man. It's like, and you, you know, you got, you know, recruits and all that, you know, look, looking at you. I mean, they're probably thinking in their head, okay, where's this guy headed? I mean, could I trust them? Could I? I don't. I, I, man, I just don't get it, man. What's, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, what do you think of that? Like, what, what do you make of that? You know. And, X, I, 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 X, since you brought that up as your biggest topic, I'll let you take it first. When you when when you hear, I, I think what Jimbo said a month 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 and a half ago, whenever it was, I think that's how he truly feels. But I think he's saving face because of a lot of the things that were brought up earlier. What happens if he ran his mouth the way that he did, and Alabama absolutely dogged Texas A and M in a, in a few months? It's going to be it, that's going to be a bigger narrative. So he's trying to get out in front of it and be like, "Hey, we're good. We're friends. It was heat of the moment." Blah blah blah. But most people say, you know, when, when you're mad, that's when the truth comes out, and, and many other things along those lines. So I think what he said during that press conference, because it wasn't a leak, it wasn't, uh, oh no, somehow this got out. That's how he truly felt, and I think that's going to say a lot more. And he's the one that called it out, the press conference. And he said exactly. yesterday, you know how, oh, yeah, you know, just, it was just in the public and all that. But you're the one that induced it. <laughs> you're the one that called it press conference. <laughs> yeah, and encourage when I look at this this whole Jimbo Fisher thing, let, let, let's think about this for a second. You called this guy out, right? Okay. And what did you say? You said he's a narcissist. You said his daddy should have slapped him or maybe somebody should have slapped him when he was growing up. You said that, that, that you know, you coach with him for six years and that he is a cheater. Ask anyone who, caught, who, um, who, who coached with him. Well, if I come out and I stay on that horse, doesn't that put me in the position to be the one that people start asking that question of? Exactly. So, yeah. he was on the so, yeah. so, so it's not just, I don't think it's, because let's say what he said was true, okay? I mean, and let's be honest, um, I love Coach Saban, but Coach Saban has a, a demeanor and a drive that very few people have, right? I mean, he he, and and and, and I'm not calling him a, a narcissist, but what I'm saying is, it, it, he's hard to work for unless you're at the same level of commitment he is. Well, a lot of people may walk away with that feeling because they're not at the commitment level he is, you know. And and, and I think Saban uh, has talked about how mediocre uh, is, is offended by the pursuit of perfection. And the pursuit of perfection is 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 uh, uh, offended by mediocrity. And my point in saying all that is, Jimbo put himself in a situation to to Xavier's point of 
dude, you you now put yourself against the GOAT, and you better beat him again so it doesn't look like the fluke. And then number two is, if he came up there, Joe, what would you have done if you had had a chance to ask Jimbo Fisher? Would you have potentially went down that path of, hey, Jimbo, the last time you publicly were talking, you said ask a coach about some of the cheating that Nick Saban has done. Would you have taken that line of questioning against him? I think I probably would have liked to. Uh, I, I don't right. know if I could have said I had the uh, stones for it. But, yes, I would have liked to ask him, you know, yeah, please tell us some of these examples you're alluding to. Yeah, and so I think he was I think he was saying this as much about trying to save face for him to to both of you guys point. This guy, this guy, he came out, made it public, and now he's trying to make it look like we made it public and 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 that it's just right. about being competitive. Well, isn't that what's what's Nick Staven's whole reason for saying he brought it up? Somebody tell me two words. Competitive, anybody balance. competitive balance. So you use the term, well, it's just two competitive guys. Well, why did it, why did you go to a press conference then? If you're just two competitive guys having a private conversation, it's because hit dogs, Curtis. I, I'll let you have a closing <laughs> comment. Hit dog always hollers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard of that growing up. <laughs> it's true. You know, you, it's hey, true. If, if it's a pack of if it's a pack of fourteen dogs or thirteen dogs or 13 head coaches, and you throw a rock out there, a statement out there that somebody's cheating, somebody is is, is calling out uh, recruiting, uh, someone is saying you're retiring. Uh, when you throw that out, the one that comes out barking, that's the one you hit. Yeah. And that's what happened. Exactly. Jimbo came hey, out. Hey, and, and I'll get off. I'll say one more thing, and then I'll get off. But I like the question that Drew, Drew DeArmond uh, out of Huntsville asked, that second question about, that uh, recruit, you know, he was like, look up in the stands and all that. But Jimbo acted like, oh, that's not what he said and this and that and the other, you know. I was like, that's- man, we saw it. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. talking about? He, he tried to dismiss it and say, oh, he was only here a month and all that. <laughs> like, he didn't know any better. <laughs> well, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you got new people coming in talking like that, you might want to check how you do your hiring. <laughs> <laughs> you better bet them out. <laughs> yeah, you better get them out of there. Unless, hey, yes, but sir. remember, remember this. Here's the interesting thing about that video. The guy, it wasn't a violation. You, nope. you, 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 you see what I'm saying? Like, like sure that video is leaked. Do you understand why that video got any playtime? Joe, because of how he responded. Joe, you're you're a radio producer, a brand manager uh, for a sports talk show. If Jimbo doesn't have his press conference, make a big deal about it. Does anybody care about that video because it's not a violation? Oh, probably not. No, probably I mean, they probably play it right off. Yeah, yeah. The only reason that matters is because he's saying exactly what Saban said, which is legal in Texas for the boosters. <laughs> Who sit in those booths to give players money? That's why it's not illegal. They they literally can do what that guy said in the state of Texas. They yep. the boosters in the state of Texas can give the players money. They can pay them. So that's why I don't understand why Jimbo went off. I don't either. <laughs> 
I, so, I, it's puzzling to me. <laughs> anyway, thanks, anyway. Curtis. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Roll time, man. All right. All right. Roll tight, Curtis. All right. Coming back on the other side, we'll get Alan. Uh, the Alabama One Hotline uh, is still open, 205-342-9904. Of course, you can always chat us up. And as we go to break here, I want to remind you about Alabama One. Uh, the, the Alabama One Hotline, of course, presented by uh, the Great Credit Union home base right here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, but a statewide franchise serving you all across the state of Alabama. That's right. That's Alabama One. And hey, look, if you're in the market uh, for a new truck, we can help you. More truck for your buck and more car for your cash. I cannot tell you enough. If you're trying to get a low payment, we can go up to 84 months on a used and up to 96 months on that brand new F-250 that you've been looking at uh, to make sure you can pull those toys you brought in the last promotion. That's Alabama 1-1 together. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. 365 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this... Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show and C.J. Watson saying Jimbo, I think, knows he went too far and came off looking like a romp. And the only way to minimize the negative impact on him and hopefully fill questions on something other than what he said is to do a complete 180 on his feelings, whether what he says is true or not. Ditto. You nailed it. All right. Hey, let's get to... Um, Alan, he's on hold. We want to appreciate you, Alan. You're in on the Alabama One Hotline on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, at least today I'm over. I'm not in. I'm not in Washington today. Today I'm in uh, Montana, so I'm coming back toward Tuscaloosa right now. So, uh, Jimbo right. has opened up a can of worm that he can't that he can't close. I don't believe. He has screwed up. He knows what he said is going to come back to bite him, especially when Bama playing. Uh, I hope Nick don't call the dogs off. I hope he just, uh, just just let them run the score. Just let them run the score up. And what he better worry about is Texas, since they do have that law. Texas has way deeper pockets than Texas A&M does. I mean, that's and and that's that. Listen. That's going to be interesting, Alan, and and I'll let you know you guys uh, reply to this, um, Xavier and Joe. But does that when Texas A and M came into the league, um, God, when I was doing the show Houston and Huber eight years ago, whatever it was, um, you know, I said that this team represents the biggest challenge to Alabama. Because of their money and their recruiting base um, and uh, their 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 reach and the their home, like they're in the state of Texas, but they're halfway between here in California. They're not far from Florida. They have a, a, they're not far from Georgia. So they, I mean, they're in the middle of the country. So, so from anywhere in the country, you can kind of, you know be not too far from anybody. Um, and, uh, and they haven't, that hasn't panned out. Uh, do you guys think Texas comes in and does in this league what many thought A&M might do? Yes. Because they'll now have the competitive edge of being in the SEC. They do have a bigger base. They're the, they're the state school uh and they have they have more history and more tradition and so if they can come in get a win against alabama early you know not i don't think they'll beat alabama this year next year but once they're in the sec if they can get a win i think that does a lot and they'll get the rivalry back with texas a&m and if they start to dominate that rivalry i think that's all she wrote for texas a&m yeah. So, I mean, Alan, you bring up a great point, man, that, that A&M better be looking out for the Longhorns and the rest of that CC. If they have a good coach and the alumni, they're, they're going to have to have a Nick Saban come back, though, to get Texas out of this, you know, situation. But uh, and we, we can talk more about that maybe next week, guys. Uh, make a note of that. Uh, is Texas A&M one strong coach from being – a potential juggernaut uh, once they get back into the SEC. And Sark may be that guy. Sark may be able 
to keep the alumni at bay like Saban did. Alan, you got anything else for us? No, I just had to get up and listen to you this morning because I missed you yesterday. Uh, well, we appreciate you, man. Yesterday we talked about the idiot – I'm sorry – the idiocracy, I didn't mean to call it an individual because he, he's not an idiot, but what he said was idiotic. Uh, uh, Chris Ross he said that uh, he would not vote for Will Anderson for Heisman no matter what because the Heisman is strictly a quarterback and running back award, and he doesn't even want to um, – he wouldn't even, even like for wide receivers to win it. Then what was the guy from Michigan when he wanted that year? Well, he played both ways, though, so. Yeah, we well, no, no, but what I'm saying is he said that he would even vote for a wide receiver. He disagreed with guys like Devontae Smith winning it because he said a wide receiver is nothing more than an extension of the quarterback. He said everything well, the wide receiver does these is probably the quarterback. Who gives these people these huh? votes? Who gives these people these votes? <laughs> it's, it's different way they, and this guy now this guy is uh is is big time like like this guy is well known he's been you know a guy he's on the been, ESPN yeah, yeah i mean he well i mean he's been on talk radio uh longer than longer than most people been listening uh to radio so so this wasn't just a, a fluke anyway i got to go got a couple of calls i had to get to but hey yeah alan we have some, yeah, you, you go back and listen to that conversation because one thing I add, add to that conversation when you're thinking about it, he said that Alabama couldn't overcome a loss to uh, Stetson Bennett. Now this is what you call a big time tease, Joe. <laughs> we were I, I, one of the notes I made from the conversation is Stetson Bennett won a national championship because of a great defense and and continuing to get him the ball back. And give him more opportunities. Is Jalen Miro as good <laughs> as Stetson Bennett? And so, if that's the case, if Alabama lost a Bryce Young, could this defense serve the same purpose in getting Alabama to a championship that Georgia's defense served last year? That's just a tease. Hold it out there. Let's get to Chuck Hunt. <laughs> Chuck, you're in with the Mark Houston show with Mark and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, good morning, you all. Uh, going into the weekend, uh, yeah, I heard the conversation. Uh, uh, you kind of had a, um, a moment you start talking about Texas. Uh, I always think about the, the show, the Beverly Hillbillies, to my, about striking gold to my black gold Texas tea, yeah. about the oil and all. And, and I think about that. And here they are. You talk about in the state of Texas with, uh, with the oil industry and, uh, and technology and, and all the billionaires and, uh, and yeah, I heard, uh, I, I watched that, I watched the SEC Media Day yesterday and, uh, Jimbo Fisher was just talking, even, even Takeo Spice was talking, I said, he, he said, he said, he said, man, he said, uh, he said Coach Fisher was, was going, so I, I didn't know what in the world he was saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, it, it, was, it was such an about face, you have to, you know, uh, you know, that, that, that's the thing, so. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you had to follow it. And you realize that's coach speech. And that's why, to yeah. John and I's point, SEC Media Days really ain't going to give you a whole lot. Uh, I think Joe called it a fluff fest or something. <laughs> but it does serve <laughs> to kick off college football. You have anything else for us, Chuck? 
Uh, one thing I found out, uh, one of the guys that uh, asked uh, Coach Saban a question about uh, asking if they play, are they going to play in the HBCU, that was a guy, they call him Scotty Offscript. Uh, he has a, a YouTube show. He's, he's, he has no filters, or not, but he has a, a question, and I found out uh, he learned something there from uh, Coach Saban. Uh, his wife is on the board of trustees at, uh, at HBCU uh, Stillman College there in, there in uh, Tuscaloosa. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, hey, uh, you are, are you a history guy? Is that your passion? Uh, no, I'm. I just, just something I just love to do. I just, uh, you know, I, I have that thing. No, I mean, I'm not, I, that was that's not being funny. My, you know, Xavier, uh, uh, when he was younger, I told him, yeah. I, I used to tell him all the time, I said, you need to be either a radio broadcaster or a sports guy because his stick was he could remember every number, every stat. And I and I that's not my strength. And so uh yeah. you you just you have a, a lot of history and can recall a lot of things. So I wouldn't be funny with that question. Uh, appreciate oh, no, you man. I'm not, man I, that's a compliment. You all take care, have a great weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, sir. Hey, coming back on the other side, we got one more call. And then if time permits, uh wanna talk about AJ McCarron, uh some quarterback conversation. If not, we'll kick it to next week. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. Thanks to last night's storms, we have no heat advisories this morning, but don't get too used to it. The index is expected to bounce back up toward 105 over the weekend, but overall, it should be a decent weekend with maybe a pop-up storm or two. As for those storms yesterday, there was scattered tree and power line damage across the area, along with some scattered power outages, but no concentrated structural damage reported. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley. Tuscaloosa Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Lots of conversation happening out there uh, in terms of the whole sidebar and even the Texas A&M and Texas conversation. Um, CJ Watson getting in on that. But let's let's get quickly to the phone lines with Aaron. Aaron, welcome into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Uh, what's on your mind, sir? Is Aaron still there? 
Hey, Joe, I, I still got music playing on this. Is Aaron there? Aaron. Aaron. Aaron All right. Uh, I clicked him in. It's just, it sounds like he's still there, but uh, maybe he's not paying attention. Aaron. Hey. All right. Why don't you go ahead and close hey. it down, Martin? <laughs> hey, hey put, him, put him on hold and we'll come back and see if he's there. But anyway, hey, listen, let's go ahead and jump to that conversation real quick. Um, uh, you know, uh, guys, A.J. McCarron, uh, kind of a two, double angle thing here. Aaron, like right I said, this may be a longer topic, but uh, A.J. McCarron trying out for the Browns yesterday. Um, and, of course, guys, we know a few years ago when Hugh, uh, what was it? Hugh Brown uh, was the coach there. Uh, and J- A.J. had the great season at Cincinnati, ending the season, great playoff did almost and sometimes sometimes I feel like it's kind of that Jalen Hurts moment with um with Clemson uh where he did what he needed to do and then his team gave up you know a late second you know kick to the Steelers which really you know I think cha- Hugh Jackson uh which changed the um trajectory of AJ's career uh the Browns thought they had communicated that they wanted to sign him and he didn't how big of a a, a, a legacy making moment was that uh you think um joe in terms of, of aj's career well i mean aj never really got another chance to to, to i mean he got right. signed by buffalo but then he quickly was hurt but uh he never really got that chance that honestly i thought like he deserved i i, I maybe wonder if uh if, if cleveland was that right fit for him but uh yeah to, to, to me ever ever since that that playoff performance uh, he he was probably due for a chance and didn't really land in the right spot for his career yeah, he, he he literally uh was due. I mean, they wanted him. They thought they had him. They thought they did what they needed to do. And I can't remember what the rules are around the the timing of the contract, almost like a transfer portal type of situation where you have to be in by May first or whatever. And they didn't get the paperwork in because they thought someone else had done it. And then he had to stay with Cincinnati. Then he signs with the Bills. And then the Bills go out and get the juggernaut they have at quarterback now. Uh, you know, uh, and, and that kind of puts AJ on this, you know, rotation. Any thoughts on that, X, real quick? Because I got another follow up question to it. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's one of those terrible situations where you saw something and then mismanagement by others potentially cost him an opportunity to be the guy, and we don't know where that could have led him. Yeah, and and, and now when you think about it, um, is this the beginning of the end of an era? And let me me explain. Saban's going to still be putting guys in the pros for as long as he's coaching here. Um, But the guys who kind of started this whole thing – does this with the fact I think Joe you reported uh that that Josh Rosen was the choice that they went with versus AJ and it, Julio from the last I saw is still unsigned. I he may have signed I hadn't been kept keeping up with it. But with those two guys being unsigned is this kind of the beginning of the end of that era that Saban started with getting these uh big time guys into the pros. 
Well, Kareem Jackson's still hanging around strong. So, uh, I think once he you, – you've seen Julio have his decline. Kareem isn't the same guy that he was when he came in the league. But I, Kareem's the guy was the, the second first round – or third first round draft pick that he had. You've lost Andre Smith for Rondo McClain never panned out. So, I think once Kareem is gone, he'll be the first. It'll be kind of the end of the era. No, 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 not the end of the era, the beginning of the era. An era, I'm not talking about the beginning of when the first one happened. You have two guys. No, I mean, I know Kareem was the first-round draft pick. Xavier, no one thinks Kareem Jackson started this Nick Saban run. So let's be real. Kareem Jackson, I'm not sure he wasn't a surprise first-rounder when you go back. Uh, No one saw Kareem Jackson. I don't think Alabama fans saw Kareem Jackson as a first-round DB when he was playing at Alabama. Julio is synonymous for his story of turning the recruiting process around. AJ was a guy who was one second from three championships uh, as a starter. They are the they are the poster children for the Nick Saban era and the turnaround for Alabama. In my opinion, I could be wrong. Uh, even though Andre did it and all these guys, they're not in that same category from a legacy standpoint. I think overall uh, with the Alabama fan. It's going to be interesting to watch, interesting to see if both of these guys uh, are out of the league next year. I think somebody's going to wait last minute, pick Julio up. Somebody's going to wait last minute to pick McCarron up. Xavier, 15, 20 seconds, closing thought on anything. You don't have to go on that. Uh, no, I, I think it's interesting how Colin Murray got this mega deal and what it could potentially mean for a guy like Bryce Young going into the draft next year and his potential NFL future. All right, hold that topic and let's pick it up next week. Does Kyle Murray's contract boast well for Alabama's future number one quarterback? Hey, I'm Martin Houston. That's Joe Gaither pressing all the right buttons. That's Xavier Houston uh, with X and O Sports. I'm Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not young and understanding. All you always acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. And, hey, hopefully he'll direct your paths to Harvest Church. We'd love to have you Sunday at 10 a.m. Roll Tide out there, everybody. Have a blessed weekend.